to clap close to the mic. <laughs> I can also breathe away from the mic, like the man, the legend, Hezonde. Hezonde. Chocolate yes. rain. Who? Some stay dry and odd. Oh my grace. Grace, you've, seen you've never seen rain. Chocolate Rain. Oh god, okay. What? Cool, hold on. Using oh. you to fall back down again, chocolate As rain. As someone who knows nothing, like, you lot are just crooning. <laughs> and I have okay. no fucking idea what is going on. You both I'll just put it like, in the Discord. Here we go. I've just started doing a really shit version of the Pet Shop Boys, and I didn't understand. <laughs> it was just a guy who um, sang a song called Chocolate Rain, and he's got this, this like really super deep voice. Oh, he's great. Yeah. He's in his 40s now, I think. Ah, that is loud. So the the voice is probably even cheaper. Uh, even yeah. deeper. Tezonde. Tezonde. He's he's one of the early memes. Like, we're talking oh my 2005. God. Even he cheaper. He looks 2005. Yeah. Hello and welcome to... Welcome to Fanfix and Chill, everyone. Yeah, not... No, we w- I've done the same thing that, that you did last week. That was really, really bad. What did you just say? Um, I said, hello and welcome to the fic list. Fucks. What is it about them? <laughs> they get into our brains. Uh, yeah, uh, so a lot of free advertising. We would have done a normal for, intro, but yeah. it, we just found out that Grace hasn't listened to Chocolate Rain, the 16-year-old song by the man, the legend, Tezonde. So what I was going to... So we're making to... Grace listen to Chocolate Rain right now. Yes, yeah, Grace is listening to that. Um, while Grace is away listening to that, I just want to explain that it is very hot here in the British Isles on the oh, day that so we're... It's the fear your leaders can't control. Chocolate Rain. It's worse than calling names. <laughs> so... It's a song about racism, Grace, if that's not clear. It is, yes. Oh, right. Yeah. But yeah, it is very hot here in the British Isles, so we're probably going to make a lot more flubs than oh, usual. This is going to be unhinged. We're going to... I Nick, how did you sleep last night? I, I didn't. Yeah. I, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> it's been a couple hours for me. Uh, I woke up from a really bizarre dream. I'm, I might cut this if it's not funny. Mm. Uh, I dreamt... You know Grace's work? Chaotic place. Yes. Yeah. My work bought Grace's work. <laughs> okay. And we had to try and get her reassigned to my team. And <laughs> we were making the case that, look, she may be a gremlin, but she'd be good at this. Like, get her out. And, uh, yeah, it was weird. You were trying to change me into an office person. <laughs> how, how dare you? It was less you? that, it was more trying to get you to a more comfortable position. Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> and, um... Thought you're having this conversation and, like, you can just see over your boss's shoulder at me, like, eating a keyboard or something. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, like a rabid animal. Just like, it Rrr. was very <laughs> difficult to convince them to get you into a desk job. Yeah, no. Yeah, because I probably wouldn't have wanted to go. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, once she settles anyway, down, she's I'm... fine, honest. <laughs> she's not. She's really fucking not. Um, I've... Uh, this, so I went to bed at one. I woke up at three from that, and I think I was awake the entire time after that. Yeah. So you've been stressed. I've been causing you stress in your sleep. You... What little sleep you've had. No change there, then. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think I um, I laid in my bed about ten o'clock. Uh, I laid there waiting in the dark, sweating for. Uh, about six hours and then I got up and went to work. Shit up. Like, yeah. 
it was a bad night. Mm-hmm. So, oh no, actually, sorry, all the days are blurring into one because I haven't had much sleep. That was Friday night. I was thinking, <laughs> you don't go to work on Sunday, do you? No, I, I don't, oh. fucking hell. I used to, but no, no more. Good. But yeah, like, uh, that was Friday night. Last night I was with Sophie and we didn't fare much better, to be fair. It was just as bad. Yeah. So yeah, this episode brought to you by Sleep Dep and Heat exactly. Exhaustion. And antihistamines. It's bad. Yeah, it is bad. <laughs> Britain, I know I know a lot of international listeners think, oh, Britain, oh, it's raining all the time. Oh, they must keep it nice and chill. No. Yeah. It's too hot here now. And all our buildings are built for cold weather. Yeah. So they keep all that heat in. This is the thing, like, a lot of people are, are like, oh, well, you know, we have, like, 40 degree heat. You're all wusses. No. First of all, shut the fuck up. Second of all, Heat on holiday is different to heat at home because on holiday, you've either got a nice pool you can jump into and every single building that you go into has an air conditioner. Yes. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Guys, what, what temperature is it today? It's in, a, it's in the 30s, right? When I came home from surface this morning, my car said 29. Okay, let's say 30. So, yeah. So just for all the Americans listening who are confused by that, that is 86 Fahrenheit. Yes. And we don't have air conditioning in our buildings. No. Yeah, and we don't have white flat roofs either. They're built to like knock the rain out. Yeah. So uh yep. it it just you just end up getting full on heat trapped upstairs. Which is where we are. We're all upstairs because that's where our sure stuff is. Yeah. This is where our uh, equipment is. Right. Enough suffering for one day. Enough bitching about the weather, like British yes. people do. Amen. So we've got some fix to read today. Both of them have been kindly donated to us by Lythe Fidder. I've been calling them Lythe Finder in every episode this has come up. And I want to apologise, first of all. Because there isn't an N in there. Oh, like the blink of orgasm, Like the blink yeah? of orgasm, yes. Much like the blink... Yes, I... Which we all did, don't worry. <laughs> I'm so bad at reading. This Maybe this whole thing was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, so we briefly encountered Lythe Fidder. When they got in touch about a joke we made in the part one of our Team Fortress 2 episode. One of their fics sounded suspiciously like The Shape of Water. However, it was actually written eight years prior to The Shape of Water. So, if anything, they did it first. Uh, Del Toro clearly cribbed it off them. Oh, Life, life Fitter is due some fucking royalties. Exactly. 100%. So after that, I reached out to them and said, hey, we, we do this other show where we read fix. Can, can we read one of yours? And they had two suggestions. Uh, I'll go over them both, and I'll let you guys figure out which one we do today. If there's time, we might do them both. If not, we might do the other one another day. Yeah, sure. So, choice number one. I owe you one. Tent to spy and you. Did I mention all of these were tentacle fix? No, you didn't. But now we know. Okay. <laughs> All of these fix are tentacle fix. So the summary. You're a behind-the-scenes mechanic for Blue at the sawmill base. You come across a mysterious creature that needs your help. He ends up repaying his debt any way he can to you. Reader stuff is fully gender-neutral with in both body descriptions and pronouns. Yeah, okay. Fic number two. Come as you are. The team medics both help the lovesick Red Engineer with advice on how to attract the Blue Spy romantically. Oh. Things get out of hand. Antics ensue. Ah, oh, antics ensue. <laughs> yeah. 
cheeky antics. So mm. I guess it depends if you want. Do you want German sketchy accents and French, or just French? I personally, <laughs> I don't want to do any accents because. Well, mm. I'm committed to my role here. Well, do you know what? I'm going to do as many sketchy accents as I can. That means that Grace is the perfect fit to play the reader in Ten to Spy and you. I owe you one. That's true. How do you mean? Because you can just do your own accent because it's written for mm-hmm. the reader. Oh, God. <laughs> and I guess this makes me as a spy. Oh, fuck. As if there was any other ways this would go. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Uh, honestly, um, like, even if uh, even if we wanted that, uh, James would be beating us off with a stick to to do that part. Of course. Mon ami. <laughs> so, yeah. This is go. why we are doing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, we're not even reading it yet. Uh-huh. I am a method actor. I spent three weeks in Paris learning to do this accent, and they spent. You've never been. <laughs> beat me up with a baseball bat. <laughs> You've never been. I think we passed through it very briefly on our way to Belgium oh, that time. <laughs> no, we didn't. I mean, France, Belgium, it's all over the no! channel. They are exactly the same. Yeah. No, they're not. They're incredibly different. See, that's, no, no, that's Nick getting in character for playing soldier. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Who doesn't oh, come up at this? So never... I'm sorry your talents have gone to waste. Maybe, maybe for the future. Maybe one day. If we do any um, Team Fortress uh, fix in the future. I'm happy to do more. Bon ami. I am also happy to do more. Okay. Take your pick. Do we want medics helping lovesick engineer? Or do we want Tenter Spy? Oh, sorry. I lied. Uh, the um, the medics helping the engineer. No tentacles in the tags. Oh. So they're not both tentacle fixed. I apologize. Life I feel like I've been led up the garden path. I'm sorry. To be fair, the majority of their work involves tentacles. Yeah. But it it's was wrong of me to assume. It's very easy to you get. You call yourself a professional. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Good. We <are> not professionals <laughs> at all. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys pick. I'm so, so fucking ill, but... Grace. Uh, no tentacles, please. Okay. We'll do tentacles next time. Okay, so we're doing come as you are. Characters, we have two medics. Do we want different people playing the medics? No. I think it'll be funnier. <laughs> if, I, I think it'd be funnier if just one person did it. Okay. That is going to be confusing, yes. but sure, that's okay. exactly how it looks in the in the thing game. Does anyone else want to do a sketchy German accent? Okay, I'm playing both medics then. <laughs> to be fair, you are our accent man. Thank you. Cuz I can only do a few accents. Oh, I can't. Alternatively, Nick, do you want to play the other medic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, go on then. I'm game for a laugh. Cool. Uh, you can be either red or blue. I'm guessing you want to narrate as well, Nick. Yeah, I can I can narrate. I can have a go at narrating, even though I'm wheezing like fuck, but let's go for it. Grace, engineer. Alright. Cool. And as shall be the spy. As ever. Okay, Nick, do you want red or blue medic? Uh, I tell you what, why don't we flip a coin for it? I don't have any coins near me. Well, I don't have a coin, but I do have a fridge magnet have... with a picture on it, so... I have a robot with yes-no written on it. Okay. Perfect. Grace, am I the blue medic? 
Just pick yes or no. I'm saying if you flip it, then either then yes I am or us. no I aren't. Alright. <laughs> uh you are not. Professional. Okay. Nick, you're did I say red or blue? I'm the blue medic. Okay, Nick, you're the blue yeah. medic. That means you're starting us off. Okay, okay, I see. So this is uh, Come As You Are by Lythe Fider, or Fider. Uh, the summary is, the team medics both help the lovesick red engineer with advice on how to attract the blue spy romantically. Things get a little out of hand, antics ensue. Hello again, my good doctor, <laughs> the Beautiful. blue medic said, in jovial German, as he took a seat across from his red counterpart. The makeshift table between them that was made of a red-branded supply crate was already laid out with a tablecloth, cookies, mugs and a teapot. The two doctors were in casual wear, shirt sleeves, ties and vests without their gear or weapons. Glad you could make it here. Hopefully the authorings from the red side of things are adequate this weekend. The red medic replied with a grin, also in their shared na native tongue. I made Earl Grey with milk. It was once again a sweltering Sunday at Dust Bowl in the middle of nowhere New Mexico. It had been a tradition for three months now for the team medics to get together on Sunday for a little truce tea, as they like to call it. It was a time to get away from it all, talk about medicine with a like-minded man of science, and get to speak some German. Every weekend they would switch which base they would meet at, and this time it was Red Base's turn. Their only rules for these meetings were no weapons, no English, and no talking about the work week or their opposing employers in terms of strategy. When it came to gossiping about each other's team members, though, that was a 100% free game. However, a bit of gossip that came up during this specific Sunday's truce tea was a tad unusual. This is adorable, by the way. I love that the medics meet up for gossip. Yeah, they're just like, <laughs> we're enemies, but we're not monsters. Well, well they are <laughs> monsters, but... Well, yes, In they the are. In the medical field, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I have a little bit of a confession to make. The red medic said with a curl of the lips as he finished a sip of his tea. I do believe my team's engineer fancies your team's spy. The blue medic nearly choked on his cookie as he thought that was about to go very differently. Oh, ho, 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 really? The red nodded with mischievous delight. <laughs> yes, he confessed it to me as we chatted over, over stitching up a bullet wound on his arm. He was quite flustered and was adamant that it had no effect on his job. But I was not worried about that, as obviously we still do our jobs, and your soldier and my demo man also hang out on weekends. But a love affair? This is quite unprecedented. The blue medic was instantly intrigued. <laughs> Why did he even bring it up if he was so embarrassed to admit it? I can't do accents. It's, I'm struggling with German today. <laughs> yeah. Apologies to Germany. God. He wanted advice. The red medic raised an arched brow. He needed ideas about how to get the spy's attention. The blue had to put down his cup. Really now? Mm-hmm. I wonder, do you think my team spy actually could like him as well? The blue medic thumbed at his chin. We will have to find out. A star-crossed romance is certainly the most interesting thing going on around this monotonous dusty pit. How about you try getting information out of your spy? That would be quite a task. Our spy is more closed off than a Russian puzzle box. I doubt he would talk to me about it. Then we will just have to go the harder route. The red medic paused for dramatic effect. And help the Texan gentleman with catching the attention of someone like your spy. Yeah, this is adorable. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, pyro shipping war, but less unhinged. It's so easy. far. 
so it's far. It's like a couple of old women just sat down, a cup of tea, biscuits, and they're just like, uh, we can set them up. <laughs> let's 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 set up the people we know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, won't that be cute? And it's just like, stop messing with people's lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, Honestly, to be fair. Oh, that's the ice cream man. Sorry start about glorifying this. the grind. Start glorifying this. Yes. What? <laughs> Where did that come from? Time with your What's bro. the grind? Have you not seen grind culture? Stay grind. Hashtag stay grind. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. It, it's fun. Is it like exercise people? No, it's, it's, it's working hard people. Like clocking in at seven to get more work done, so the boss notices you. Oh, that grind! Yeah, yeah, that that grind. Shoe licking. Yes. Shoe licking. <laughs> investing in rare fish, <laughs> tipping your landlord. Yeah. Invest in rare fish and tip your Always landlord. Always tip your landlord. <laughs> yes, exactly. Don't just to be clear. Don't. Yeah, don't tip your landlord. Uh, there's no point, is no. there? You're already paying them rent. Far too much rent. Anyway. Rent nonetheless. The medics brainstormed, which is honestly a rather dangerous thing if you know anything about the kind of doctors Red and Blue tend to hire, <laughs> and thought of some ideas of how to help the Red Engineer woo his charge. I was just looking for a bit of advice, but he really went all out, huh? The Engineer said bashfully as his team's medic approached him with a full-on game plan he had drawn up with the Blue Medic. You even got the other medic, the other team medics involved. Well, you see, he has a bit of a <laughs> side project that I think will come, that I think will come in handy in your regard. The red medic looked quite excited. Oh, I don't see why he couldn't just mention it to his own team spy if he really wants to get that involved. Nine, no, no, you can't just say that out of ice. Spies are sophisticated. They want intrigue, romance. You need to make him come to you. You need to make him intrigued by you. A third party just asking him? Boring. He will be put off. NG coughed and patted a nervous hand to his cheek. Well, this was why he asked the doc for some advice. He was from Europe, same as the spy. Because <laughs> that's how the Oh, those Europeans. <laughs> oh, God. We're the same as the French, the same as the Germans, the same as the Polish. Oh, fucking hell. Just a state away. I mean, actually, no. Wind back. We can't do this. Not after we did every American accent as the same accent last yeah, fair episode. We, we claim no moral high ground yes. whatsoever. Yeah. So. The engineer was a smart fellow, but he didn't know anything about how things worked over there culturally. He would have tried asking his own team spy for advice, but he was so elusive. And then last week he had transferred out and they were still awaiting a new one. He wasn't usually so nervous to talk to someone he liked. But this time, he was downright intimidated. Beside being on the opposing team, Spy was stylish, tall, dark and handsome and all that. And Engie thought he was, well, one of those things, though beauty is in the eye, the eye of the beholder. Okay, Doc. I did ask for you for help, so let's try out this plan. He said with conviction. Blue team. Monday morning, 0600 hours. Balisong, oiled and sharp. Ambassador, clean and loaded. Sapper, charged. Disguise kit working perfectly, thought the blue spy, as he put on a disguise of a fellow teammate's test. He liked to make sure his equipment was in tip-top shape each and every morning. A quick straighten of the tie, and the battle bells rang out. It was another day at Dust Bowl, another day of ruined Italian leather shoes and dusty jackets in desperate need of dry cleaning. Such a Frenchman. <laughs> Such pleasantries didn't exist out here. It was not the most glamorous contract job, but it sure did pay well. 
The spy had some good luck, getting a backstab on the enemy heavy at the choke point. He made haste for the typical spot he was used to seeing the engineer set up his first line of defence. It was getting harder and harder to get to his builds. He was a suspicious one. That or he was learning his habits. They'd been dancing around one another a few months now. Besides, with how boring this job was, he was starting to mix things up a little. He came upon a sheltered spot on the rooftop and stopped to sneak a peek at his map before making a plan to move in. The spy was so shocked at what he saw that he uncloaked by accident. Oh. The Texan was there, camped out in the usual spot, but there was an entire oh. setup like something from a romantic <laughs> movie. Small table with white cloth, a candle, a rose in a vase, wine glasses, oh, and a wine smooth. bottle in ice. <laughs> yeah, Angie's very smooth. Mm. The engineer was sitting chilling at the table in his usual overalls, though he did have a bow tie <laughs> and basking in the globus dispenser as he checked his PA. Yeah, he's, he's got a bow tie on. <laughs> there was an empty chair across from him. The engineer took notice of the decloaking sound from across the throughway and looked up and right at the spy. He grinned a million dollar smile and gestured casually to the extra wine glass across from him. Spy continued being entranced by this out-of-place imagery like a deer in the headlights and didn't notice the red sniper dot going for him as he stood exposed. The engineer grimaced as he was headshot and oh, fell no. to the ground out of sight. Oh. <laughs> Drat. Well, it did seem to catch his attention, though. Medic definitely was onto something. He choked back the nervousness he was hiding and took a sip of the wine as a small victory. Yeah, sniper. Medic hissed at the man as he came by, having seen it all. Remember we discussed letting the sniper get close to the engineer? Hmm? The spy. Remember we discussed letting the spy get closer to the engineer? Hmm? Why? what did I say? Uh, you said sniper. Oh, I was, yeah, I was reading the next line, because <laughs> I like to think ahead. Yeah. I'm three steps it's... ahead of every author. Oh yeah, of course. Of course you are. <laughs> Sniper flushed in embarrassment. Oh, so sorry mate, it was a reflex. <laughs> the red medic made a sound of annoyance in his throat and went on his way. The engineer was all gung-ho about phase two, until he found himself standing outside the respawn room during lunch break. He knew the plan, and loved new technology, but... Doc, are you sure this is safe? The red medic was at the station in the wall they used to scan every new mercenary. Only the medics had access to the computer using a passcode. He was clicking buttons on the computer at high speed, the display showing the engine's respawn file up on screen. The blue medic has already made some successful results on his new team, and I am using all his notes and advice. It should be just fine. Besides, it will always reset back to the default on the next respawn, see? He showed the engineer. Engie narrowed his eyes from behind his goggles and shifted on his boots. Nana's got, like, turned into a squid or something... Right? Foreshadowing. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> if not this fake, a different one. <laughs> yeah, if this, if not this fake, then the next one maybe. Mm -hmm. The medic gave a hearty laugh. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Nine. There is no chance of anything like that happening. He thought in his mind how there was a slight chance you could turn into some kind of mammal-based ancestor, but no need to tell him that. <laughs> All right then. The engineer took a deep breath and thought this had to be the craziest thing someone's ever done to attract a guy. I'm ready. The red medic took out his syringe gun, and promptly, without hesitation, shot the engineer square in the chest with a powerful, deadly serum that would knock you out within seconds and finish the job in under a minute. Engineer felt it immediately, the world blurring away so fast he barely had any time to register falling to the floor. Oh, it's a demo. Can I be demo, man? <laughs> of course you can. That's fine. Hey, Engie. Are you 
Taller. Flawless. Thank you. The, the demo man squinted at the Texan as he came by with a sentry toolbox to set up the next choke point. And did you always have hair that long? <laughs> that was a completely different accent. No, he's Engie's got the uh, the long flowing locks now, hasn't he? Oh, oh, maybe he does. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> the engineer grinned and hiked up his heavy load in his arms easily. His eyeline at the same level as the Scot. I think he might have been drinking a little too much this morning. He chuckled and went on his way. The medic's respawn tampering had gone perfectly, and the engineer now felt like he had quite a bit more presence on the field, being a whole foot taller. Oh my god. <laughs> Not to mention a little extra confidence, thinking he must look pretty eye-catching. He set up his builds in a typical spot. In fact, he knew the spy knew the spot specifically, so he was thinking he must be able to catch him again. What was that tactic, thought the spy, as he regrouped for the second push. He found himself off kilter. He wasn't sure how he should take that. He had to get more information. He recollected himself and went for where the little Texan usually was at this point. He was disguised as a red pyro as he hid behind a tall concrete barrier. The top of the sentry was just barely visible on the other side. All right, he could check. He used his height to peek over and was shocked to find a pair of welding goggles at eye level. And it wasn't just that that startled him. Howdy there, partner. A smooth voice crooned as the engineer flipped long, blonde hair that caught the light in <laughs> slow motion. He laid a hand on the pyro's shoulder, causing the disguise to flicker and dissipate. I knew that was you. You always hide back there. The spy screeched, uncharacteristically for him, and fumbled his gun as he went to shoot this heat-induced hallucination. <laughs> I know how he fucking feels. The gun dropped and went off, getting him square in his own head. Oh, no. Oh, God. Engie watched sadly as he fell to the ground and Respawn picked him up. Damn it, this might have been a bit too much. Not to mention he was feeling a little silly now. He looked back at the medic who was healing the team heavy and had caught what happened. The medic sighed. <sighs> I think we can go more subtle. I have just the thing prepared. <laughs> Medic's been planning this for not months. Not subtle, yeah. is it? It's, it's not going to be subtle. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it'll be something very different. Yeah, the spy took a moment to compose himself in the respawn locker room before working his way back onto the field. Was he seeing things? Was this his emotions causing him to hallucinate? Was it just heat stroke from wearing a finely tilt? <laughs> sorry. I'm really, no, I'm really sorry. That was, uh, that was beautiful. That was really good timing, and I fucking flubbed it. That's such a mood, to be honest, because we're at yeah. 82 degrees right now. Nice. And I couldn't wear a heat. I couldn't wear a suit. Yeah, I absolutely yeah, couldn't wear a suit either. Um, was it just heat stroke from wearing a finely tailored suit in 90 degree weather? He came up from another angle. Carefully watching Cloak from a corner crouch atop some crates and keeping an eye on his cloak meter. The engineer looked normal again from back here. Hmm. He still had that table set up. Maybe it really was an invitation and not a trick. The spy worked his way around, behind all of the other squabbling mercs who were going for an uber push farther back against his team at the moment. Should mean they could talk alone. He uncloaked and slid into the waiting chair. I gave up some nice backstabs just now for this. This better be good, laborer. You've been waiting all fake to do this, haven't oh, you? Oh, all day. <laughs> he smirked like he was curious for what the engineer had to say. The engineer lit up and nervously cleared his throat. 
He picked up the wine glass and tried to look suave and flirty. He opened his mouth and out came French. Ooh. In a luscious, deep voice that honestly sounded like it was not the engineer's voice. That alone was off-putting, but the spy was more concerned with what the words were. How's the jukebox, pickle? (laughs) (laughs) The spy blinked, his face falling into stunned confusion. He then flatly said, What? French cats... (laughs) Sorry. French cats are lovely these days. Naval orange. He's he's fucking up the the French, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he is. (laughs) Spy smiled politely, and dread started rising in him thinking he must be hallucinating again. Excusez-moi. You picking up what I'm throwing down? You are speaking gibberish. Engineer held at his throat and grumbled. Burnt waffles that dirty <laughs> medic dirty laundry anew. The spy nervously glanced to the side and contemplated if he could run off before it became contagious. The engine sighed and rubbed his hand to his nose bridge, removing his goggles in the process. He then tried speaking slower, but that did no good at all. I was just trying biscuits and gravy, but respond puddled and ah, salad and breadsticks. He leaned his head onto his elbows on the table and looked at him sadly. He then reached out and took the spy's hand suddenly. Spy stiffened in shock, but allowed him to do so. He was rather distracted by his green eyes, which he had never gotten to see before. The Texan pet over the finely worn leather gloves. He brought the hand up to his lips to give it a slow, sensual kiss. Hopefully, that would get his point across without words. The spy was unsure what to do now, but it did seem apparent that the engineer was definitely being romantic <laughs> with him. <laughs> His For a spy, so... he's super dense. He is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, hyper-competent at everything else, but mm-hmm. not, yeah, not love. But not lunacy, not utter complete. No. <laughs> His expression softened and he chuckled. I don't know what the hell has been going on around here, but that I can understand. The engineer looked equally pleased. But damn it, he couldn't talk and he had nothing to write with. He felt so silly now going to all these extremes. He just wanted to get back to normal. He gestured to the spy's gun, which was just visible in his chest holster and his splayed open jacket. The spy slowly took his gun from his holster. Do you want me to send you to respawn? He said with an unsure tone. The engineer looked at him with sad eyes and nodded. He patted his hand and had a look that read, I will see you tomorrow. It was almost the end of the workday by now. The spy smiled and sighed as he raised his gun. Okay, this is going to be the hard part because You're reading actual I don't French. speak French. Uh, I think it's Arouvar engineer jusqu'à la prochaine fois, possibly. I'll see how it goes. Au revoir, engineer. Jusqu'à le prochain, le prochain fois. Put it into a translator. No. Au revoir, engineer. Je crois la prochaine fois. He said smoothly. Au revoir, engineer. Je fais, je fais, je fais. I hate this Oh, okay. Um, so much like, uh, much like Engie's wooing of the, uh, of the spy, that was a valiant effort, I think. Thank you. He said smoothly, and pulled the trigger. The sounds of the rest of the red team working to push back the blues rang in the distance as the spy sat and casually drank the glass of wine. 
The engineer's body slumped over the table on the opposite side until Respawn came to pick it up a minute later. No need to waste good wine. Goodbye, engineer. Until next time. The spy's words echoed in his mind. As the... I should add, there's some lovely art here. By there the way. is some lovely art, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we should mention that before we move on. The spy's words echoed in his mind as the engineer popped out of Respawn. While the special French programming was a failure, he actually could understand it fully when the spy spoke it. Thankfully, it was the end of the day. He had a stern talk with the medic, <laughs> thanking him for his help, but he didn't want any more respawn alterations. The medic sheepishly agreed, and said they still needed some work anyway. So the medics weren't actually in this for romance, they were in it for scientific <laughs> testing. Yes, 100%. Just yes. a... Fuck's sake. Um, just an excuse to fuck about with the respawn values. Mm -hmm. It's on brand. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. God damn Completely it, Completely on brand. <laughs> Tuesday, things were back to normal. The engineer had half a bottle of wine to finish, but now he was just drinking it from the bottle alone. Uh, yeah, again, I don't know how he feels. Mm -hmm. He wondered, did he really catch the spy's attention, or was he just amused by all his antics? He was too excited at the time to really be able to tell. No fancy table today. The sound of a French accent said, as there was an uncloaking behind the engineer's dispenser. The blue spy was there, leaned onto it casually smoking his usual black and gold Sobrady cigarettes. The Texan startled and then relaxed, putting down the bottle of wine. Eh, uh, it wasn't really my style, I guess. He nervously adjusted his overalls and took a deep breath. Look, about yesterday, I... Uh... Engineer, if you wanted to say you are interested in me... You did not need to go to such extremes. You could have just told me. The Texan flushed and opened his mouth, but took a moment for words to come out of it. Yeah? A spy let a drag of smoke drift slowly from his lips like he was pleased a dragon. We, oui. I may put on a disguise or my job, but when it comes to lovers, I prefer, like, frank honesty. Engineer I rather slow. like frank honesty, I should say. Yep, there we go. It is a very warm day when we are recording this. We have said, I, like, yeah. I wanted to add to that, just to be clear. Times, but, yeah. <laughs> Engineer smiled and sighed with relief. Damn, that was refreshing to hear. Also seemed he was amiable to the idea. So you really are interested? I'm not exactly a flowers and candy kind of guy, but I can appreciate a good bottle of wine. The spy smirked and came up for the shorter man. The spy smirked and came up to the shorter man. He really was a stocky little thing, wasn't he? The Frenchman petted his broad shoulder and leaned in to grab his strong jaw for a kiss. Engineer was shocked at his forwardness, but he welcomed it and melted into that kiss. He tasted smoky and musky as you would expect. Come on, Grace. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Acting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do it. <laughs> He moaned softly as the blue pulled away. I am free on weekends. Let us start from there. The spy said smoothly. Now, tend to your machines. I have to seek out that medic of yours to give him a revenge backstab. He was gone in a wisp of smoke. The engineer was so smitten he took a moment to register the beeping of his sentry. Ah, damn spy. Damn spy. Damn. I think spy. that's meant to be. Yeah. Oh, damn spy. Alright. He whirled around to try and disengage the sapper. The spy must have planted it while kissing him. I'll be keeping a close eye on you. He laughed and yelled to thin air, knowing the spy could hear him. The feeling is mutual, spy thought as he ran off to his next mark. 
Perhaps it actually would be worth it to get his suit dry cleaned and his dusty shoes shined this coming weekend. He had someone to impress now, after all. Aww. Aww. <laughs> that was adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, the artwork is by Jella Zitikus. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that. Jella Zitikus. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jella Zitikus. There we go. Y- yeah. Oh, You're fantastic at art. That's all. <laughs> That's the yeah. important part. <laughs> Good art. Good art, top notch. Good art, hard to pronounce There's name. a link. Yeah. There's a link to yes. the Tumblr <laughs> at the bottom of the thick as well. I mean, that's how you describe Vincent van Gogh, really, isn't it? What? Oh, yeah, he's got that very long middle name and shit, hasn't he? No, he's Van Gogh or Van Gogh. Isn't or... it Van Gogh? Oh, I think right. it's Van Gogh, yeah. uh, He does actually have an enormous name. Oh, does he? <laughs> I wonder what else he's got that's enormous. Hey. I think I think the name took all the inches, but I wouldn't know. Uh, <laughs> actually, Grace, uh, if I go to Wikipedia, do you care to guess Vincent Van Gogh's middle name? Uh, it's mm, not as long as you think. Willem. Willem. Is it Willem? It's just Willem. Just Willem. Vincent Willem Van Gogh. Oh, right, thinking, I see. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Well, who am I thinking that's got the really long name? Who am I thinking has got the really long name? Leonardo da Vinci. Does he have a really long name? I don't know. I mean, Leonardo's pretty, pretty long. Uh, well, his is Leonardo Disapero da Vinci. Disapero. <laughs> it that's that's how it's written. That's a Di Sir Piero. That's a cool name, though. Oh, Michelangelo Michelangelo di Lodovico Bionatori Simoni. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Very yeah. different artist. That's a very long name. Yeah, they've achieved so much despite the fact that they were that they were turtles. That they were turtles. I saw that coming a mile away. Fucking hell! <laughs> the old ones are the best. Yeah, much like Team Fortress Two. Yes, much like Team Fortress Two. Still one of the best team-based shooters. Mm. Even after all these years. Even after all these years, and so many trying to take its throne. Yeah, looking at you, Overwatch. Fuck you, Blizzard. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you to Lightfitter for letting us read this. Anything we want to say before we finish? This was delightful. This was delightful. Yeah, it was. Yeah, very, very, very cute, very lighthearted. Yeah, it was lighthearted, quite heartwarming, quite like the the shenanigans with like just the failed results of the medics and the medics <laughs> just like. Being old women together, just being like, ah, oh, let's this, do this and that, oh, let's do this. <laughs> I'm a big fan of double medic, just hanging mm. out together. <laughs> Doing their thing. Yeah. Being gossipy. Work- working out what sort of mischief they can get up to. Yeah. Working how far, yeah, working together to stretch the Hippocratic Earth to its limits. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I guess the only other thing I have to say is, we're probably going to be back to read your other fic, or one of your other fics, in the yes. not-too-distant future. So, tune in then. In the meantime, uh, if you liked this, good. I'm glad you made it this far, if you're still listening. Uh, if you've got any fics you want us to read, uh, write in to thefanshippingforecast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You could message us on Tumblr. You could message us on Twitter, but to be honest, we're more accurate. We're more active on Tumblr these days. Um, we're not more accurate though we're not more, we've never been accurate in our lives the glaring inaccuracies are a staple of this show I know right Um, 
If you're really brave, you could message us on LinkedIn, because we do have a LinkedIn that I set up as a joke. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah. No one's contacted us through LinkedIn, and I can't say I blame them, because I think the only reason you'd have a LinkedIn is for, like, professional things. Well, we're pretty... So, we're pretty no, professional. We're not. Don't I even mean... finish that sentence. <laughs> Can you imagine... Yeah, but everything's visible on LinkedIn, so your boss would see that you message the guys who read all the tentacle porn. Right. So that's why. And if your potential boss looked... Well, your boss would see it because they they will be connected to your profile. Why would they be? Because everyone's connected on LinkedIn. That's kind of how it works. I think I'm going to delete mine. Yeah, I, I never actually <laughs> yeah. set mine up, to be fair. I'm just using the show as one. Mm. Um, yeah, if you really liked the show, you can support us. We have a Patreon. Patreon gets you access to our Discord server, and it gets you early access to the show. But more importantly, it lets you be our friend, and you get to know when Grace's birthday is. No! Yes. <laughs> Fine. You get to know when Nick's birthday is. I'll I'll reveal that one. I think we already have. I'm sure I've mentioned that, like, yeah, it's my birthday today, or you guys have wished me a happy birthday, or something like that, mm. on the Discord. Maybe. But you it's can fine find if... photos of at least one of our feats. <laughs> there you go. Rare foot perks. That's the reason to sign up. <laughs> Anything else we want to say before we go? Oh, um, disclaimer: the feet pitch might not actually be real. No, what? Good. Like, one of those, real. one of those statements. <laughs> what? One what? of those statements about the Discord was a blatant lie. Oh part. yeah, I'm. It's and... very hot today. I'm talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the only way to find out which one is uh, is, is join. by joining. Yeah. So yeah, welcome on, welcome all. Yeah, it's bad. Norm on any other day, I would be the anchor of normality that keeps this show grounded and on the rails it's too hot it is and i have given up it is too hot and i cannot breathe yes we're, let chaos we're, rain we're all in on chaos this week yeah probably for the until august knowing <laughs> the climate uh to be fair i did get a text from sophie while we were recording that saying that there has been a thunderstorm sick considering i mean i never saw it which means it must have been incredibly localised because, like, there's two miles which separates me and Surfy. Storms follow rivers, don't they? Mm. Ah. So it might have yeah, gone that, round that you. explains it. Yeah, That'll I think it. it might have done then. Okay. Either way, thanks for listening. Join us next time. We're probably going to read some more of this. Yes. Take care. Good night. Ta-da. Good night. <laughs>